Odyssey Offspring Self-Esteem on 100.3 The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We've been talking about this all week and giving away some tickets to it. Carlos Mencia tonight at the Egyptian Theater in downtown Boise. A great place to see a comedy show. And he happens to be in studio with us this morning. Good morning, Carlos. How are you, man? Good morning. It is uh, good to see you. Thank you for getting up stupid early. These aren't exactly comedian hours, but uh, we appreciate that. Is this? Is this no, this would have been fine. if uh, Actually, it's okay. But last night we went to... What's the name of that bar we went to last night? <laughs> I have the best road manager on the planet. He has no clue what's going on. I'm like on the road with Mr. Magoo. Oh, hey, make a lump, boo. Here's a drink. I'm like, what? He's in no clue. Did no clue. Hey, where's that restaurant they told us to go to for free? Hey, ah, I done it again. He's no clue. No clue. Bunch of people we're hanging out with. Anyway, we went to some bar off of Main Street and 11th. And, uh,. Yeah, we got there. I just want a glass of wine, kind of unwind. Sure. And then it was like, hey, want a shot? No, no. Carlos Mencia won't take a shot with me. I'm like, oh, Jesus. You know, so then I'm trying to fake it and sure. throw him over. And yeah, it was bad. It was bad. But you made it. We, you made yeah. it. And we no, I didn't get hammered. I just had to pretend not to drink. Exactly. Which is not exactly easy, by the way. You have to, you have to pull off a couple of moves. No, it isn't because you got to. Like look at him in the face. Sometimes you got to put it in and smile, and then hold it in there for a second. Walk away, spit it out. It's, it's a technique, bro. It's a technique. You got to master. I was gonna say something you mastered over the years of, of being on the road. You've done this for a while, man. Uh, people don't... get offended. People, yeah. Yeah. people. Dude, this is America. We lead such great lives. People get offended at everything. At everything. I mean, we were just talking about nudie bars here. Sure. They're not nudie. Because, right. you know, some... Uh, I don't want to see that here. Put it on. L- listen, you 80-year-old man. <laughs> w- why are we making laws for you? What about me? Right. We're exactly. not 80, bro. Sit down. <laughs> What's going to happen to the world if I see those pink things? Ah! You know, it's so bad. Everybody's just whiny. Even Rock has got whiny. I remember Rock was like... I, actually, Dennis Leary's doing a show, right? It's yeah. a, a sex and drugs and rock and roll. Like, that's what it used to be, man. I, I think I want to go see Eddie Vedder. And in between one of the songs, he was like, if you recycle your bottles. What? what? <laughs> recycle? What? Are you serious, bro? Are you going to talk about Brita filters in the... You know what I mean? I remember I want to go see uh, um, U2. Uh, did you see the tour where it was just the most amazing... And right in the middle, they just put starving African kids... Because of his foundation, sure. and it's just yeah. like, I'm, I'm. This, that's not what I, that's not what I paid. I want you to rock out, dude. Right. This is for me to feel good about myself and not care that I spent this money on inconsequential stuff. And then all of a sudden, there's starving kids and some person out there going, "Listen to me. If you do not send money, we will die." <laughs> that is right. You are listening to music right now, and this money that you are spending could save a life. I'm like, dude, stop it! It's horrible. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to live in that world. I want to be. I want to. I, I I wish I was white like 50 years ago. <laughs> that was nobody the time cared. Yeah. Oh, you could use all the words. <laughs> nobody cared. You could fly the rebel flag and not know about it. I mean, you know. All of a sudden, Tom Petty came out the other day. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> How cool is that? Now you got to be hyper aware of everything. It's so bad. It, uh, it, yeah, it is bad. It's a bad t- a world to live in. Is it? Is it a bad world to be a comedian in? No, it's an amazing world yeah. to be me in because we get to see this stuff 
every single day. It's it it's funny. I mean, it's you know, it gives you a lot of fodder. Yeah, because on a daily basis, you, I'm just like, really? Is that did that really just happen? <laughs> did that really just happen? And it does, man. It does because everybody expects life to be perfect now. Everybody expects life like if anything. Oh my God, there's traffic. Really? That's that. That's the worst part of your day. Really? That's that's why you're not being productive at work right now, because there's a little bit of traffic in right. Boise. Right. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's who we've become. Everything has to be perfect, or else, you know. Or else, yeah. And it's I. I just I don't I don't know, man. I'm an immigrant. I can't, I was born in another country, so I know what bad is. You know what I mean? Not I'm broke, Carlos. I have a 1991 Nissan Stanza. I'm like, dude, that's not poor. <laughs> poor is when you live in like Nicaragua and you see a guy that has a donkey with three legs and you look at him and go, man, if only I had a donkey with three legs, I could do something with my life. Like that's poor we have no clue none and just complain about everything and i'm just nobody knows they're stupid anymore right when i was a kid if you were stupid you knew you were stupid and they, those people didn't vote we had, a, we had a class a special class it was called a remedial class it wasn't for kids with disabilities and it wasn't for smart kids it was for that yeah, for the kids i got a lot of questions like it wasn't for that kid right there got a lot of questions and every time we wanted to move on you know, to the next one, whoever interrupted it, they would put them in the remedial class so that us smart kids, like the smart kids could move on. You know what I mean? Right. The teacher would be like, hey, we're going to learn about Pythagorean's theorem and teach that A squared plus B squared will always equal C squared when trying to figure out the sides of a right triangle. And all the smart kids are like, oh, wow, there's theorems. You know what I mean? Kid in the back is like, I got a question. How do you multiply letters? Jesus, we're going to be here forever. He doesn't get that X isn't really X. It's just an, oh, this is going to be, you know. That, now, when I was a kid, it, if you made coffee, you, you were a coffee maker. You made coffee. You worked at a coffee shop. Now, I got to call him a barista. <laughs> right. Or else he's offended. I'm, I'm not a coffee maker. I'm a barista. Then make me my coffee. I don't understand. <laughs> Why do I have to change the name? Was stewardess, was there something offensive about stewardess that we now got to call them flight attendants? Apparently, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, get it. They're primarily here for your safety. Is this plane going to crash? No. Then get my coffee. Stop <laughs> with the safety thing. Oh, dude, last night I really, I made two flight attendants laugh really hard and one of them got really offended. But I happened to end up in an exit row because we, we changed our flight and anyway, we ended, I ended up on an exit row. And the lady has to come up and ask you if you're capable and willing right. to do the job. So she said to this guy, are you are you willing and capable to do this job in case of an emergency? And he said yes. And then she looked at me and she said, are you? And I got up and I went, everybody get the, out of the plane now! <laughs> And everybody started laughing, and she was like, that is not funny. I'm like, I was just showing you that I could do it in case of an emergency. That's probably how I would react. Man, you're lucky you didn't get arrested and taken off the plane. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But really, really, you're going to ask people that? Like, at this point, at this point in the game, we still got to put on your seatbelt. Like, first of all, we're not going to crash, but if we do... Why are we saving these people? <laughs> Why are there states with helmet laws? If you want to go over 80 miles an hour in a vehicle with two wheels and you crash, just die. Please die. Save me, the taxpayer, the fact that you're going to crash, 
not die and then I got to feed you for the rest of your life because you were wearing a helmet that didn't save you from death but saved you. <laughs> now, you know, I got to feed this guy for the rest of his life. Right. Like, I, I didn't really like go any high mountain lower. And, and then and now people are going to call in. <laughs> Mad at sure, me? Sure, sure. Oh my God! You know there are people. And it's like, hey, dude, sorry, man. Can't save everybody. Why? Why do we have seatbelt laws? There should be seatbelt law for kids. That's it. If you're if you're our age and you want to drive without a seatbelt, do it, man. Go for it. You know what I mean? And if you crash and die, that's a good thing. Those people were supposed to be dead in in the real. Like in the real world, but we now are smart enough to save idiots, and so they're outbreeding us, <laughs> and they vote, and this this is what happens, man. Natural I mean, you guys selection. know we've interrupted natural selection. Have we not though? Yeah, we. I, I, that's what you're saying is we totally have. Pretty much, yeah. and so stupid people. And here's the thing: stupid people have more babies than smart people. <laughs> that's another thing. Sure. So, but that you say sure, like that's a good thing. No, no, it's not a good thing. Like, but do you see what I mean? You're like sure. Although yeah, it's a lot mm. of material for the show, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but I'd rather not be funny and have a <laughs> world of smart people <laughs> than be, because then you could do jokes about other stuff. You know what I mean? Right. And and you just you can't anymore. You can't. Nobody knows they're ugly anymore. Everybody's. And here's and here's another thing, like, I I yesterday I was thinking about this for, from that guy that. That, that shot up the place in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, you know, it seems like the more we restrain speech, the more stuff like that happens. This didn't happen back in the day when people were able to just say whatever they wanted. As, as like hurtful and vile as some of it was, it, it just didn't seem to reach that physical level too often. You know what I mean? There weren't many Unabombers. Right. You know what I mean? Day, now yeah, sure. it's like every other day there's some guy with some craziness. And and it's just like, why, why are, it's because we tell these people, like, don't say anything. Don't hurt anybody's feelings. And then one day they just snap and go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, man. And <laughs> I just think that it's better to let them speak. It makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, right? Speak the mind. Yeah, but then like, that, of course, leads to more of, uh, offensive offensive material and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you but, better... But does it really? Because at the end of the day, the majority of people aren't aren't hateful in right, this country. Right, So when idiot... Like, okay, like Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah. He says what he says about Mexicans. And the majority of... Rip- Listen, when you say something about illegal immigration, that they should go back to Mexico... And the majority of Republicans aren't on your side. You you said it in a really effed up way, <laughs> and and that's the whole thing. Like when you let people speak their mind, people are either gonna be like yes, or they're gonna be like what? Whoa, what? <laughs> Did he say all Mexicans? <laughs> like all of them? Like no exceptions? That he didn't even say illegals. He just said Mexicans. You know. And and then the uh, the Chapo who that, that the Mexican cartel guy, right? I think he he threatened him. He told him to shut up or he'd kill him. Yeah. See, you don't. You just. Why would you like? If you're gonna say stupid stuff, there is a checks and balances place, and and that's why it's okay to let him do it. Carlos Mitzi is in studio with us. Uh, he is at the Egyptian Theater tonight. Uh, tickets still available. we got one more pair to give away. We'll do that around 8.30 or so this morning. Uh, you've been bouncing around doing this thing for a while. Uh, you love being on the road. Are, are you preparing a new special? Are you putting yeah. a new CD? What's the story? Yeah, coming out with a new special. Actually, what you guys are going to see tonight is probably about 90, you know, give or take percent of the special. Just you, you leave a little bit in just for stuff that might happen, like, mm-hmm. you know, 
two, three days a week or whatever before. But because I put in, I mean, I like I, as things happen. I tonight I'll be talking about the guy that that shot stuff up yesterday. Mm-hmm. And if I had a show last night, I would have been talking about it. So there's always implementation of material that happened just that night. Like I love doing that stuff. Keep it a topical. Yeah, keeps you on your toes. Keeps you fresh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And and it keeps me it keeps me like into the game. You know what I mean? It keeps me thinking about what to say and what to do as a poet. I get I still get fired up after twenty something years of stand up comedy. I still get irritated by by stupidity. I'm I, I, and sometimes not often, but I'm still I'm still shocked by it sometimes. Like it's it sometimes you just go what what really you know really I mean I was at the mall yesterday. And I walked up to this woman and I just said no to her. And I walked away because she was wearing a shirt that said cutie. And she was, I don't know who sold her this shirt. But if it was me, I would have been like, is this a gift? I never would have let her have it. Like somebody should have told her, you can't wear this. You know what I mean? And so I had to walk up to her and say no. And I just walked away. And she was just looking at me like, what is wrong with this guy? I, I don't know. I, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm just annoyed by a lot. I, I really am. Somebody's got to be honest, and it might as well be you, right? But the honesty's good, though. Yeah. Right. Like when I was a kid, right? I fell in love with this actress. Her name is Cheryl Ladd. She was in the opening scene to a TV show uh, back in the day called Charlie's Angels. And when I fell in love with her, I said, "Dad, I'm going to marry somebody that beautiful when I get older." And my dad looked at me, and he literally laughed and went, "You better make a lot of money." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> What, what money? Why money? He's like, I couldn't be with a woman that hot. And my dad was like, not if you don't have a lot of money. I was like, why do I need to have money to be with a woman that hot? I swear to God, he said, to make up for your face. <laughs> he was like, you don't have a be with you for free face. You have a, how much money do you have? That's how long I'm going to be with you face. And from that point on in my life, I never got offended. But I realized like, wow, I'm not the best looking guy. So in order to make myself better looking I, I i'm gonna i gotta be wealthy and so it, that's a good thing you know whereas to last year some kid in santa barbara shot a bunch of people and he said i want to kill as many women as possible because i'm a good looking guy why don't women want to date me and it's like because you're ugly dude and that's okay like do something to make yourself a better looking whatever that is all that sense of truth and reality are just escaped now everybody Thinks that they deserve a perfect life and a perfect, you know what I mean? That's why everybody gets divorced. And then they realize, like, dude, you're never going to end up with a perfect person. Ever. You're just going to, it's a trade-off. What are you willing to deal with? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That's it, man. Like, when you meet somebody, look at the way they chew their food. The way they breathe. When they sleep. Those are the things, bro. <laughs> That three years later, you're just, you know what I mean? You're hovering over them just with a pillow thinking to yourself, I could end this right now. <laughs> right? Because that thing is cute. It, it's, it turns into something weird and creepy later on. It's like in the beginning of a relationship, you know, when you wake up and the person's staring at you and you're like, what are you doing? I was just looking at you because you're so beautiful. And you're like, oh, that's cute. You know what I mean? A few months into it. That's creepy, bro. That's not that's not fun anymore. 
Then all of a sudden, it's like, go to sleep. What are you doing? I'm looking at you. Stop looking at me. Why do you breathe like that? Why do you chew like that? What's wrong with you? Those are the things you got to, like, pay attention. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It's a good time. Carlos Mencia tonight at the Egyptian Theater. Uh, tickets available at the box office if you want to check it out. You are pretty much lined up through the rest of the year, right? I mean, you're just touring like a, an animal. I think, I think the next week I have off is the second week of December. Wow. It's wow. crazy. I mean, yeah. it, tough to be uh, on the road, away from the family. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Did you hear it? No, I missed it. Neurolux. Neurolux. <laughs> I told you. What I tell you about Mr. That's Magoo? What I tell you about delay, him? Man. Ten that minute was, delay. Dude, when did you ask that question? <laughs> it was a long what? time ago. Ah, I remember. Neurolux. I did it again. <laughs> Mr. Magoo. That makes sense, though. It was a good place. Wow. <laughs> but you uh, you have a wife and a kid at home, man. Yeah. Is it hard to get away from the family, or do you, do you, do you like the time? I'm on the road. I don't. I don't ask, bro. I'm, I'm, <laughs> listen, no, because I was doing this when we met. Mm-hmm. I, 